try to we're on a kick of listening to YouTube. Something isn't right above. For instance, consider the galaxy GM-Z11. This is one of the most distant galaxies we know today. Its age is 13.4 billion years, meaning its light was emitted 400 million years after the Big Bang. It's located at a distance of 32 billion light years from us. We can still see it. But what we see is a farewell photo. The image of the galaxy GN-Z11 will slowly fade until it eventually vanishes forever. Because, as you understand, the light this galaxy is emitting right now Here. will never reach us. Unless, Here. of course, the expansion slows down again. Right now, the galaxy GN-Z11 is moving away from us at a speed of 687,000 kilometers per second, over twice the speed of light. Of For instance, universe. consider the galaxy GN-Z11. Ah. This is one of the most distant galaxies we know. Have you heard of the Russian scientist? For instance, have you heard of the Russian scientist who injected himself with a 3.5 million year old bacteria? For fun? For science. Oh, okay. So this Russian scientist named Dr. Rothstock digging in the permafrost in Siberia, they discovered this bacteria that was so far down it was still living. But they oh, no. tested this bacteria on mice, plants, and the mice and plants lived way longer, and the crops oh. didn't die as fast when it was cold outside. They're calling it the elixir of life. They're saying that this thing could contribute to people, animals, and plants all living longer than they should. There's a town pretty close they to where should. they found this bacteria. The people lived way longer than all the other people in the region. So he was basically like, I want to try it on myself. And he said he hadn't had a cold or flu in two years since injecting himself. He got me thinking in the Bible times how they lived 900 nuts. You wonder if like that is a bacteria from Dude. the first days well, of creation. You taking that bacteria? I'll take it. No. You heard of the Russian scientist? $426 billion. An example I often give is the Indus Valley civilization in uh, Pakistan and India. Um, the, the Indus Valley civilization, nobody actually knew that it existed until it was accidentally discovered while a railway was built, being built through a site now called Mohenjo-Daro um, in Pakistan. And then they found that there were these actually very, very sophisticated, very complex mud, mud brick structures on a very large scale. Then they began to look at it. Then they found that this culture had had a language of fully developed written scripts about 5,000 years old but there isn't a single Rosetta Stone that enables us to translate that script into any more recent language so we can't read that script the script exists but we can't read it so there could be all kinds of information in that script which tells all kinds of things about our past but it's not readable an example I often give is the Indus Valley civilization in uh, Pakistan and India. Um, the, the Indus Valley civilization, nobody... I'm sure you've already heard. An example I often give... Because I don't wonder if AI can crack that code. I'm sure you've already heard about Donald Trump's 
huge loss. He lost a great big chunk of the civil fraud suit brought against him and his adult children by New York Attorney General Letitia James. There is still another chunk of that case, some additional counts that are scheduled to begin trial this coming Monday. Attorney General James is seeking a quarter of a billion dollars from Trump and company for their long-term chronic fraudulent business practices and that issue still has to be decided. So of course, what does Donald Trump do? Well, he sues the judge trying to delay the trial that, as I say, is scheduled to begin on Monday. And guess what? Donald Trump just lost again. So very much losing. Well, Donald Trump really is proving himself to be the biggest loser. I'm sure you've already heard about Donald Trump's huge loss. He lost a great big chunk of the civil fraud suit brought against him. An example I often... I'm sure you've already heard about Donald Trump's huge... It says, judge rules Trump committed fraud stripping control of key properties. Looks like the uh, headline in the New York Times. One century when women wore tight corsets in the desire for a small waist, which could lead to the displacement of internal organs. To hide facial imperfections, women adopted symbol-shaped beauty patches. At the same time, hygiene habits took a back seat. People did not bathe for weeks or even months because of the belief that bathing could lead to illness. Regarding fertility, doctors recommended that women drink an elixir made from insect paste to satisfy their desire to become pregnant. The interesting beauty and health practices of this period show that people resorted to unusual methods. One century, when women wore tight corsets in the desire for a small waist. And I walked up to him, I said, are you wired, Barry? He said, no, I'm not. I said, well, I'm not gonna say anything, just tell me. So he just started talking. And I looked around and I says, uh, DE agents? He said, every one of them. There's about 20 people in the room, blue jeans, ladies with leather skirts and all on. And so the room was full of DEA agents and I'm on this hot seat. So uh, he started telling me and he just said, Roger, they wrapped me up. And left me holding the bag. I couldn't do anything but testify. I couldn't do three life sentences. And he put his hands up over his eyes and the tears ran down between his cheeks. He said, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. He said, so I've gone to Congress. He said, I went to see Edwin Meese, the Attorney General at the time. I flew my jet up there and I knocked on the door and told him they were bringing ten, tons of cocaine out of Columbia. He wouldn't believe me and kicked me out. And the next day I went back and I said, I can prove to you that they're doing this to get the guy, Jake Jacobson. He put him with him because of the DEA agents. We went down and I built a plane in at Nicaragua, took a thousand pictures, and I testified before Congress, and I've told them all your part, but you're under my umbrella. I walked up to him, I said, are you wired, Barry? And he said, no, I'm not. I said, well, I'm not going to say anything, just tell me. So he just started talking, and I looked around, and I said, uh, DEA agents? He said, every one of them. There's about 20 people in the room, blue jeans, Trade ladies, and leather skirts pilot? and all. Leather skirt, what the fuck? Old podcast, guys, it's very simple, the old man talking was a drug runner his partner was caught by the dea then the partner took an umbrella plea deal that covered the old man talking okay 
It is today wholly extant only in the Ethiopian language, with earlier Aramaic fragments from the Dead Sea Scrolls and a few Greek and Latin fragments. For this and other reasons, the traditional Ethiopian belief is that original language of the work was Gaz, whereas modern scholars argue that it was first written in their Aramaic or Hebrew, the languages first used for Jewish texts. Ephraim Isaac suggests that the Book of Enoch, like the Book of Daniel, was composed partially in Aramaic and partially in Hebrew. No Hebrew version is known to have survived. The book itself asserts that its author was Enoch before the biblical flood. The most complete book of Enoch comes from Ethiopic manuscripts, written in Gaius, which were brought to Europe by James Bruce in the late 18th century and were translated into English in the 19th century. The first part of the book of Enoch describes the fall of the watchers, the angels who fathered the angel-human hybrids called Nephilim. It is today wholly extant only in the Ethiopian language, with earlier Aramaic fragments from the Dead Sea Scrolls and a few Greek and Latin fragments. For this and other reasons, the traditional Ethiopian... And I walked up to him. It is today wholly extant only in the Ethiopian language. Lost ancient Egyptian colony in the Grand Canyon. Is it possible that the Egyptian Navy crossed the Pacific or Atlantic and come to Mexico and the American Southwest before written history suggests? Could they have left an Egyptian tomb in the Grand Canyon, something similar to those found in the Valley of the Kings near Luxor, Egypt? According to the Phoenix Gazette story, published on April 5, 1909, a necropolis of mummies and artifacts similar to an Egyptian tomb was found in the Grand Canyon. It was reported an explorer named G.E. Kincaid uncovered a series of catacombs, complete with statues, swords, vessels, and mummies in 1908. The exact date of the discovery was not given. The article notes that the mysterious set of caverns was located in an extremely remote part of the Grand Canyon, dangerous and nearly inaccessible. Lost ancient Egyptian colony in the Grand Canyon. Is it possible that the Egyptian Navy crossed the Pacific? or Atlantic and come to Mexico and the American Southwest before written history suggests? Could they have left an Egyptian tomb in the Grand Canyon, something similar to those found in the Valley of the Kings near Luxor, Egypt? According to the Phoenix Gazette story, published on April 5, 1909, a necropolis 5, of mummies and artifacts similar to an Egyptian tomb was Phoenix found in the Grand Gazette. Canyon. It was reported an explorer named G.E. Kincaid uncovered a series of catacombs, complete with statues, swords, vessels, and mummies in 1908. The exact date of the discovery was not given. The article notes that the mysterious set of caverns was located in an extremely remote part of the Grand Canyon, dangerous and nearly inaccessible. Lost Monroe and his team have been collecting data on these incredible creatures for over 30 According to Robert Monroe, the subjects often encountered creatures from other dimensions. Monroe and his team have been collecting data on these incredible creatures for over 35 years and found the following. Number one, these wild lizards have controlled and enslaved humanity for millennia. Number two, they exist and operate in the fourth dimension and are only visible to those people who can see beyond our extremely limited spectrum of visible light. Number three, the reptilians feed on our spiritual life force, which Monroe called lush. Number four, negative or low vibrational energy is essential for their survival. Number five, 
These parasitic creatures see the earth as a huge farm, where they collect human fear, hatred, anxiety, anger, and depression and feed on it. Number six, their intelligence equals or extends to that of a human. Number seven, this elusive reptilian race sees itself as the true and supreme ruler of humanity. Monroe and his mm -hmm. team has, according to Robert Monroe, the subjects often encountered creatures from other dimensions. The most common humanoids were reptiles because of their toothy crocodile faces. The participants dubbed these supernatural creatures as alligators. It is strange that at that time, Monroe was already familiar with reptiles. He had witnessed similar lizard-like creatures during his many out-of-body adventures. Monroe and his team have been collecting data on these incredible creatures for over 35 years and found the following. Number 1. These wild lizards have controlled and enslaved humanity for The sites Giza, Siwa, Tassili Nazar, Paratauri, Olante Tambo, Machu Picchu, Nazca, Easter Island, Anitium Island, Prea Bihir, Sukhothai, Pie, Kajuraho, Mahenjo-Daro, Persepolis, Ur, Petra are shown clockwise from Giza on the equal azimuthal projection. The projection is centered on the axis point in southeastern Alaska. Distances to any location from the center of an equal azimuthal projection are equally scaled. Since all of the sites on the Great Circle alignment are equally distant from the axis point at one quarter of the circumference of the Earth, the alignment forms a perfect circle halfway between the center and the outer edge of the projection. The Great Pyramid is aligned with Machu Picchu. The Nazca Lines and Easter Island along a straight line around the center of the Earth. The site's Giza. The declassified files indicate that the program was a training system aimed at increasing the strength, concentration, and coherence of the amplitude and frequency of brain waves between the left and right hemispheres to change consciousness, allowing it to go beyond the physical world and eventually transcend even time and space. Subsequently, the participant gained access to various levels of intuitive understanding of the universe. Commander Wayne M. McDonald's latest research details the discoveries he made about the nature of our world. Researchers have shown that people live in holographic reality and that our life in the waking state is a projection of the electromagnetic matrix. Robert Monroe's encounter with the reptilians to explore unearthly regions. The participants sat in an isolated dark room. They put on headphones and listened to the different sound tones at certain frequencies. Participants did not attempt to contact or connect with each other. After completing their astral journey, the volunteers told the staff about their experience. The declassified files indicate that the program was a training system aimed at increasing the strength, concentration and coherence of the amplitude and frequency of brain waves between the left and right hemispheres to change consciousness, allowing it to go beyond the physical world and eventually transcend even time and space. Subsequently, the participant gained access to various levels of intuitive understanding of the universe. Commander Wayne M. McDonald's latest research details the discoveries he made about the nature of our world. Researchers have shown that people live in holographic reality and that our life in the waking state is a projection of the electromagnetic matrix. Robert Monroe's encounter with the reptilians to the most widely cited evidence that the ancient Egyptians used electricity is a relief beneath the Temple of Hathor in Dendera, Egypt, that depicts figures standing around a large light bulb-like object. The socket is represented by what appears to be a lotus flower with a stem that runs like a cable along the bottom of the device. Inside the bulb is a snake-like line winding its way out of the lotus flower socket. According to supporters of the hypothesis, 
that this depicts an electrical light, such as Eric von Daniken, who wrote Chariots of the Gods. The snake represents the filament of the bulb. Von Daniken created a working model of the bulb in the laboratory which worked, emitting an eerie, purplish light. He used the same measurements, including two metal beams that look like arms stretched into the big end of the bulb, and a wire connecting those beams with the socket at the other end. But where did the power come from to light the bulb in ancient Egypt? The most widely cited evidence that the ancient Egyptians used electricity is a relief beneath the Temple of Hathor in Dendera, Egypt, that depicts figures standing around a large light bulb-like object. The socket is represented. Monroe's work paved the way for tangible altered states. The Monroe Institute was founded in 1974 and continues to this day. Monroe has developed a range of audio simulation techniques designed to improve focus, relieve stress, improve sleep and more. Portal to another world, the US government paid special attention to Monroe, groundbreaking discoveries, and in 1978, he was visited by the CIA. High-ranking officials invited him to join a highly classified military project. They sought to use his mind-expanding practice to improve the mind control of soldiers during wartime. This would give a significant advantage over opponents. Robert Monroe agreed to collaborate with them to increase his authority in the study Big of out-of-body experiences and other paranormal Collaborate with those fuckers. Since the participants in the experiments had to open portals to other dimensions during the sessions, the researchers have aptly named this work the gate process. Monroe's work paved the way for tangible altered states. The pharaohs of ancient Egypt were alien hybrids. The latest new genetic studies suggest that a lineage of Egyptian pharaohs were subjected to willful genetic manipulation by a technologically advanced alien civilization. This could very well be the truth that this planet needs in confirming that designers and builders of the impressive pyramids had a very strong connection with extraterrestrial beings that originated elsewhere in the universe far, far away. It was a gentleman called Stuart Fleischmann who is the assistant professor of comparative genomics at the Swiss University in Cairo and his team who have recently published <clears throat> the results of a long Monroe visited various doctors and psychologists trying to make pharaohs of ancient pharaohs of ancient Egypt were alien hybrid genomics at the Swiss University who is the assistant professor of comparative genomics at the Swiss University in Cairo and his team who have recently published the results of a long seven-year study that mapped the genomes of nine ancient Egypt who is the assistant professor of comparative genomics at the Swiss Monroe's work paved the pharaohs of ancient Egypt were alien hybrids. The latest is the assistant professor of comparative genomics at the Swiss University in Cairo and his team who have recently published the results of a long seven-year study that mapped the genomes of nine ancient Egyptian pharaohs. If proven correct, their findings could potentially change the world's history books forever and our understanding of our place in the universe. Pharaohs of ancient Monroe visited various doctors and psychologists trying to make sure of his health, but every medical worker came to the conclusion that he was alright. Monroe decided to hone his newly discovered out-of-body abilities. Elated at his positive diagnosis, he became so engrossed in the subject that he abandoned a secure business career 
and devoted his life to the study of consciousness, discovery of hemispheric synchronization. Over the next three decades, Robert Monroe carefully analyzed out-of-the-body experience. The main goal of his research was to collect scientific data proving the existence of the alternative reality in hopes of making interdimensional travel more accessible. He developed a technology called hemisynchronization. This system, also known as the hemisync, uses sound patterns containing binaural beats to harmonize the work of the left and right hemispheres of the brain. Further, at his request, some independent clinical neurologists conducted extensive testing of volunteers using this experimental technique. To their surprise, the results were clearly visible on every EEG they took. Monroe visited various doctors and psychologists. A number of very rare coins were found by a group of people who worked on the renovation of a house in southern Egypt. One coin seems to depict a spacecraft flying above the ground, while another one shows the head of an extraterrestrial being with an extremely large head with bulging black eyes. These characteristics are commonly associated with aliens. According to MysteriousEarth.net, these coins were called unique because other coins have no images of a strange human figure. As other UFO hunters, they believe the recent discovery points to a planned return of the alien race to Earth at some time in the future. Conspiracy theorists suggest these coins These coins may have been a true alien currency, and if yes, is it possible that aliens participate in foreign trades or trades in general? A number of very rare coins were found by a group of people who worked on the renovation of a house in southern Egypt. Robert Monroe, American writer, gained popularity after writing a book about an out-of-body experience in which he encountered reptiles. In 1958, Robert Monroe, a 43-year-old radio engineer from the United States, experienced a series of unusual accidents. First, he felt a powerful vibration deep in his chest. At some point, this feeling became so strong that he had to lie down. He felt himself floating outside his body. It is worth noting that up to this point, he was a fairly rational thinker. He believed in science and was categorically against magic and devilry. Monroe immediately panicked, believing himself dead, but the debilitating horror returned to the writer to a physical form. And that was just the beginning. The other occasions when he left his body and floated weightlessly around the room were identical. Robert Monroe, American writer, gained popularity after writing a book of With their precise measurement and alignments with celestial bodies and magnetic north, it has long been argued that our ancestors around 4,600 years ago would have been unable to physically build the ancient pyramids of Giza. But one theory claims to have cracked how they did it, claiming Egyptians used a superior technology from alien visitors thousands of years ago. But added to that, the shocking theory claims they were built much earlier than our history books tell us, and that it was actually about 12,500 years ago when there were no civilized human societies on the planet. The ancient alien or ancient astronaut conspiracy theory claims that monuments like the Great Pyramids or even Stonehenge in Wiltshire in the UK could not have been created using the human Wiltshire. technology available at the time. From this mystery, the theory takes the giant leap that it must have been advanced alien visitors who actually did it. With their precise measurement, other theories are circulating within the Asian astronaut group claim 
that aliens aided the acceleration of development on our planet by combining their genetics with apes. This may all seem a little far-fetched, but think about it. Why aren't we able to blend in on this planet? If humans were formed by nature, why do we have all of the dysfunctions Dr. Silver mentioned? I'm sure our scientists would want to undertake some genetic research if we eventually solved the physics problem and were able to travel to distant stars and came across kinds of primates. Other theories are circulated. To video released by the website Paranormal Crucible purports to show ancient Egyptian sculpture artifacts originally found in the Giza complex. According to Silver, humans become male a lot because, among other things, our biological clock is set for a 25-hour day which was supported by Harvard research. Silver thinks that the anatomically modern human is a hybrid created by the crossover of Neanderthals with another species of human that arrived on Earth between 60,000 and 200,000 years ago, maybe from a planet in the Alpha Centauri solar system, our nearest neighbor. Ancient man's mode of connecting with these intelligent aliens that came on Earth was presumably through the ancient gods, who would descend from the heavens in their chariots of fire and flying boats. Ancient cultures sometimes described these gods as appearing like modern-day astronauts, which Dr. Silver believes are ETs visiting Earth from another star system. Of course, moving from the notion of aliens bringing life to Earth from another planet to aliens bringing life to Earth because they were angry with the humans is quite a leap. According to Silver, Hatsi, the Iceman, the oldest natural mummy ever discovered in Europe. Hatsi, the Iceman, lived approximately 5,300 years ago in what is now present-day northern Italy. Exact details surrounding his death remain unclear, but one thing is for certain. Hatsi died from a blow to the back of the head. The curse of Otzi is said to have affected many of the individuals directly involved with his discovery and removal. The first so-called victim was the forensic pathologist who picked Otzi up with his bare hands and placed the remains in a bag for transport. He later died in a car crash en route to present new findings related to the discovery. The mountaineer guided this pathologist was himself caught in a fatal avalanche several months later. Otzi, the Iceman, the oldest professor of ecology Dr. Alice Silver created this notion. According to the Australian professor, people have back issues and are frequently in pain because our race of Otzi, the Iceman, the oldest natural mummy ever discovered in Europe. Looks like an alien kind of. Professor of Ecology Dr. Alice Silver created this notion. According to the Australian professor, people have back issues and are frequently in pain because our race evolved from a planet with less gravity than Earth. We also have troubles when we are exposed to direct sunlight for a short period. According to Silver, since we were not created to be in such proximity to the sun, humans are not from Earth. A book by Dr. Silver compiles all of his most robust evidence. Another point advanced by the professor concerns parturition issues, particularly those caused by a newborn child's head is enormous. As a result, we are the only species with such high rates of problems and death for both the mother and the infant during pregnancy and delivery. He also mentions how people are unprepared to deal with the natural environment, such as cold or heat. The idea also analyzes the contradiction that many sorts of means provided by nature, such as raw food, are disliked by humans.
professor of ecology Dr. Ellis, even though humanity is supposedly the most advanced species on the planet, it is startlingly unsuitable and ill-equipped for Earth's environment, sun damage, a strong disdain for naturally occurring foods, insanely high rates of chronic sickness and more. Furthermore, many people get the impression that they don't belong here or that something just isn't right, says Dr. Alice Silver, professor of ecology. It may appear like something out of an X-Files episode, but ancient nations have discussed the notion of bringing life to another planet since the dawn of humanity. According to this hypothesis, humans were not born on Earth but another planet. Humans exhibit several dysfunctions that would not exist if we were Earth's product. According to the belief, humans are naturally unruly and violent people with large egos, so highly evolved aliens gathered the human population on their last planet and banished us to Earth to learn how to behave. Even though humanity is supposedly the most advanced species on the planet, it is startlingly unsuitable and ill-equipped for Earth's environment, sun damage, a strong disdain for naturally occurring foods, insanely high rates of chronic sickness and more. Furthermore, many people get the impression that they don't belong here or that something just isn't right, says Dr. Alice Silver, professor of ecology. It may appear like something out of an X-Files episode, but ancient nations have discussed the notion of bringing life to another planet since the dawn of humanity. According to this hypothesis, humans were not born on Earth but another planet. Humans exhibit several dysfunctions that would not exist if we were Earth's product. According to the belief, humans are naturally unruly and violent people with large egos, so highly evolved aliens gathered the human population on their last planet and banished us to Earth to learn how to behave. Even though humanity is supposedly the most advanced species on the planet, it is startlingly unsuitable and ill-equipped for Earth's environment, sun damage, a strong disdain for naturally occurring foods, insanely high rates of chronic sickness and more. Natural Furthermore, many people treasure, also known as both the Croesus treasure and the Lydian hoard. The Karun treasure is no stranger to controversy. The 363-piece collection dated to the Iron Age was returned to its native Turkey after a lengthy legal battle with the New York Metropolitan Museum of Art. In 2006, it was discovered many of the pieces on display were in fact fakes and an international hunt for the original pieces was launched for the next six years. All the while, stories of the collection being affected by a curse continued to come out of the artifacts native Usak region of Turkey. It's alleged that the men who originally looted the treasure and illegally sold it abroad were all affected by great misfortune. Arun treasure, also known as both the Croesus treasure and the Lydian hoard. The Karun treasure is no stranger to controversy. The 363-piece collection, dated to the Iron Age, was returned to its native Turkey after a lengthy legal battle with the New York Metropolitan Museum of Art. In 2006, it was discovered many of the pieces on display were in fact fakes, and an international hunt for the original pieces was launched for the next six years. Goddess of Death This alleged curse surrounds a 5,000-year-old limestone statue unearthed in the Cyprus village of Lempa in the mid-19th century. Currently in the collection of the Cyprus Ministry of the Interior, the women from Lem figurine 
is believed to represent a fertility goddess lost to ancient history. According to a legend repeated numerous times across the internet, but not anywhere else, the string of original owners of the unearthed figurine all met tragic and oftentimes violent deaths. The mark of death placed upon those who possess the statue is said to affect family members as well, making this an especially lethal curse if true. Goddess. Conclusion. Hebrew scholars claim that Isaiah 14 ratio 12, the only reference to Lucifer in the Old Testament, does not refer to Satan. The Jewish encyclopedia says, the line refers to a Babylonian king and most biblical scholars agree. Hebrew scholar Lee Fields explained that Isaiah 14 ratio 12 has nothing to do ratio with the Satan, 12. but centuries of misreading changed the meaning of the passage. Ratio. Fields points out the name Lucifer, the meaning light bearer, is quite appropriate for Christians and their task of bringing the light of the gospel to the world, pointing to the New Testament versus calling Jesus the morning star. Fields continues, of course, given the historic identification of Lucifer as the name for Satan, this meaning would be completely lost today. Christians have 1700 years of biblical scholars dating back to Oregon, proclaiming that Lucifer is Satan. The lines fits with other biblical descriptions of Satan falling from heaven, plus centuries of cultural references at least dating back to Dante. Conclusion Hebrew scholars claim that Isaiah 14 ratio 12 the only reference to Lucifer in the Old Testament does not refer to Satan. The Jewish encyclopedia says, the lion refers to a Babylonian king and most biblical scholars agree. Hebrew scholar Lee Fields explained that Isaiah 14 ratio 12 has nothing to do with the Satan, but centuries of misreading changed the meaning of the passage. Fields points out the name Lucifer, the meaning light bearer, is quite appropriate for Christians and their task of bringing the light of the gospel to the world, pointing to the New Testament versus calling Jesus the morning star. Fields continues, of course, given the historic identification of Lucifer as the Christians name for Satan, Satan, this meaning would be completely lost today. Christians have 1700 years of biblical scholars dating back to Oregon, proclaiming that Lucifer is Satan. The lines fits with other biblical descriptions of Satan falling from heaven, plus centuries of cultural references at least dating back to Dante. Conclusion Tomb of King Tut There is no more famous case of an allegedly cursed archaeological discovery than that of Howard Carter's 1922 unearthing of the 3,200-year-old tomb of Egyptian pharaoh Tutankhamun, popularly known as King Tut. Those stories of Tut's curse affecting individuals associated with the tomb's discovery are tenuous at best. They are grounded in the widespread belief in a curse of the pharaohs, said to affect every ancient Egyptian burial site. Several curses written in hieroglyphs have been documented at the sites of old kingdom tombs. But a mummy's curse didn't enter popular culture until the 19th century. Tomb of King Tut. Oregon's reasoning drew on Lucifer's classical connection to Venus. In one of his commentaries, Oregon described Earth as that seat of war on which Lucifer's star of the morning fell from heaven to be warred against and destroyed by Jesus. The astronomical understanding gradually faded, even in Oregon's writing, in De Principes. 
or you can link the fallen star in Isaiah with Jesus' New Testament words, Behold, I see Satan fallen from heaven like lightning. Oregon reasons that Satan was Lucifer, once a being of light who fell from heaven. Oregon wasn't the only 3rd century Christian to see Satan in Isaiah's words. Tertullian claimed that the line was about the devil. Later writers echoed this interpretation. Gregory the Theologian, 325-389 CE, Eusebius of Caesarea, 263-339 CE, and St. Gildas, 6th century, all linked the devil with Isaiah's description of Lucifer. Oregon's reasoning drew on Lucifer's classical connection to Venus. In one of his commentaries, Oregon described Earth as that seat of war on which Lucifer's star of the morning fell from heaven to be warred against and destroyed by Jesus. Argonaut treasure. The mysterious Argonaut treasure and the curse following it was first reported by Pravda.ru in February of 2004. Paranormal bloggers and authors quickly picked up on the story, which included sudden illness, strange behavior, and murder, all descending on the family of the man who discovered these 2,500-year-old artifacts. Yet the idea of an Argonaut treasure is itself a stretch of the imagination, considering the Argonauts were a small clan of heroes in Greek mythology, not an actual group of ancients. No record of this treasure besides the original Pravda article seems to exist. Argonaut treasure. The mysterious Argonaut treasure and the curse following it was first reported by Pravda.ru in February of 2004. Paranormal bloggers and authors quickly picked up on the story, which included sudden illness, strange behavior, and murder, all descending on the family of the man who discovered these 2,500-year-old artifacts. Yet the idea of an Argonaut treasure is itself a stretch of the imagination, considering the Argonauts were a... The historical development of Lucifer as Satan. If the Old Testament reference to Lucifer didn't mean Satan, and the New Testament reference to Lucifer meant Jesus, how did Lucifer become Satan? The first references to Lucifer as Satan date to the 3rd century, after the New Testament had been in circulation for nearly 200 years. Professor Henry Kelly explains how the Latin word for light-bearer was misinterpreted as Satan. The ancient Hebrew in the book of Isaiah doesn't refer to Satan at all. According to Kelly, Isaiah refers to Babylonian king using the metaphor of Venus. But in the 3rd century, the early Christian theologian Oregon claimed that verse referred to Satan. Oregon says, Lucifer is said to have fallen from heaven. Kelly relates, this can't refer to human being, so it must refer to Satan. Subsequent church fathers found this reasoning persuasive and so did everyone who followed them. Historical Development of Lucifer as Satan If the Old Testament reference to Lucifer didn't mean Satan, and the New Testament reference to Lucifer meant Jesus, how did Lucifer become Satan? The first references to Lucifer as Satan date to the 3rd century after the New Testament had been in circulation. The historical development of Lucifer as Satan. If the Old Testament reference to Lucifer didn't mean Satan, and the New Testament reference to Lucifer meant Jesus, how did Lucifer become Satan? The first reference... Maori, warrior masks, 
The Maori people are the native sons and daughters of New Zealand starting in the late 18th century. The colonizing British Empire seized numerous artifacts and objects of great cultural significance to the Maori for display in museums. Among these artifacts are a collection of warrior masks, which Maori culture dictates should not be seen, approached, or touched by pregnant women or those menstruating for fear of misfortune. The belief in this curse is so strong that museums actively advertise this warning when putting the masks on display, an act which proves controversial on its own. Maori Warrior Masks The Maori people are the native sons and daughters of New Zealand starting in the late 18th century. The colonizing British Empire seized numerous artifacts and objects of great cultural significance to the Maori for display in museums. Among these artifacts are a collection of warrior masks which Maori culture dictates should not be seen, approached, or touched by pregnant women or those menstruating for fear of misfortune. The belief in this curse is so strong that museums actively advertise this warning when putting the masks on display, an act which proves controversial on its own. Maori Warrior Masks the Maori Roman poets described Lucifer as the herald of dawn, and Lucifer was often depicted as a shining star. The word Lucifer only appears one time in the Old Testament. In the Isaiah verse, by contrast, Satan appears multiple times, often described as the adversary or the opponent. In the New Testament, the devil becomes an even more common figure, as Jesus warned his followers to beware the devil's attempts to lure them from the chosen path. Surprisingly, Lucifer does appear in the Latin version of the New Testament as a description for Jesus. Professor Henry Kelly explains, Jesus is called Lucifer or the morning star because he represents a new beginning. In short, the original text of the Bible never used Lucifer to mean Satan. In fact, the word Lucifer was more closely associated with Jesus than devil. Roman poets describe Lucifer as the herald of dawn, and Lucifer was often depicted as a shining star. The word Lucifer only appears one time in the Old Testament. In the Isaiah verse, by contrast, Satan appears multiple times, often described as the adversary or the opponent. In the New Testament, the devil becomes an even more common figure, as Jesus warned his followers to beware the devil's attempts to lure them from the chosen path. Surprisingly, Lucifer does appear in the Latin version of the New Testament as a description for Jesus. Professor Henry Kelly explains, Jesus is called Lucifer or the morning star because he represents a new beginning. In short, the original text of the Bible never used Lucifer to mean Satan. In fact, the word Lucifer was more closely associated with Jesus than devil. Roman poets In the Ural Mountains in 1992, a Russian geologist accidentally discovered what would later be known as Russian nanospirals. The discovery of the Russian nano... In Latin, Lucifer means bringer of light. It's a strange choice for the name of Satan, also called the Prince of Darkness. What's more, the Romans did not use Lucifer as the word for Satan. Instead, Lucifer meant Venus, the planet, as one of the brightest stars in the sky. Venus was called the morning star or light bringer. How did the Roman word for Venus find its way into the Vulgate, 
the Latin translation of the Bible. The Old Testament, where Lucifer first appears, was originally written in Hebrew. The original text of Isaiah used the word Hallel to mean shining one. Latin translators read the word as morning star, using the Latin word Lucifer for the Hebrew Hallel. The choice must have confused some Roman readers, since Lucifer was a Roman god in Roman mythology. Lucifer was called the light bearer, the equivalent of a Greek god, Phosphorus or Eosphorus. The Romans saw Lucifer as a male god carrying a torch symbolizing Venus's brightness at dawn. In Latin, Lucifer means bringer of light. It's a strange choice for the name of Satan, also called the Prince of Darkness. What's more, the Romans did not use Lucifer as the word for Satan. Instead, Lucifer meant Venus, the planet, as one of the brightest stars in the sky. Venus was called the morning star or light bringer. How did the Roman word for Venus find its way into the Vulgate, the Latin translation of the Bible? The Old Testament, where Lucifer first appears, was originally written in Hebrew. The original text of Isaiah used the word Hallel to mean shining one. Latin translators read the word as morning star, using the Latin word Lucifer for the Hebrew Hallel. The choice must have confused some Roman readers, since Lucifer was a Roman god in Roman mythology. Lucifer was called the light bearer, the equivalent of a Greek god, Phosphorus or Eosphorus. The Romans saw Lucifer as a male god carrying a torch symbolizing Venus's brightness at dawn. In Latin, Lucifer means bringer of light. It's a strange choice for the name of Satan, also called the Prince of Darkness. What's more, the Romans did not use Lucifer as the word for Satan. Instead, Lucifer meant Venus, the planet, as one of the brightest stars in the sky. Venus was called the morning star or light bringer. How did the Roman word for Venus find its way into the Vulgate, the Latin translation of the Bible? The Old Testament, where Lucifer first appears, was originally written in Hebrew. The original text of Isaiah Giants of Death Valley In 1931, F. Bruce Russell, a former physician, discovered a series of caves and tunnels in the Death Valley of the Mojave Desert. On exploring them further, he found some remains of human skeletons that stood nine feet tall. Apparently, Russell informed about this incident to Howard E. Hill. Hill mentioned it at a meeting of the Los Angeles Transportation Club. And the same was reported in the San Diego Union on August 4th, 1927. Within the network of tunnels and caverns, the pair found an ancient people's ritual hall where markings similar to those in Masonic societies were found. Hieroglyphics were also discovered that resembled those with the lost civilization of Atlantis. All these reports do suggest that humans and the so-called giants did coexist at some point of time in history. Giants of Death Valley In 1931, F. Bruce Russell, a former physician, discovered a series of caves and tunnels in the Death Valley of the Mojave Desert. On exploring them further, he found some remains of human skeletons that stood nine feet tall. Apparently, Russell informed about this incident to Howard E. Hill. Hill mentioned it at a meeting of the Los Angeles Transportation Club. And the same was reported in the San Diego Union on August 4, 1927. Within the network of tunnels and caverns, the pair found an ancient people's ritual hall, where markings similar to those in Masonic societies were found. Hieroglyphics were also discovered that resembled those with the lost civilization of Atlantis. 
all these reports do suggest that humans and the so-called giants did coexist at some point of time in history. Giants of Death Valley In 1931, F. Bruce Russell, a former physician, discovered a series of caves and tunnels in the Death Valley of the Mojave Desert. On exploring them further, he found some remains of human skeletons that stood not. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly two thousand years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou? Fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve, in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly two thousand years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou? Fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve 
in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return from man's creation through the apocalypse. Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return from man's creation through the apocalypse. Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return from man's creation through the apocalypse. Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou? Fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return from man's creation through the apocalypse. Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations. After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return from man's creation through the apocalypse. Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve, in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return from man's creation through the apocalypse. 
Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou? Fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve, in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou? Fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, 
and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly 2,000 years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent to tempt Eve in the Garden of Eden. The book of Revelation predicts that Lucifer will be tormented for a thousand years after Christ's return. From man's creation through the apocalypse, Lucifer will torment mankind as the enemy of God. There's just one problem. Many biblical scholars argue that Lucifer isn't Satan at all, and they bring persuasive evidence to show that Christians have mixed the two up for nearly two thousand years. Isaiah 14 ratio 12 described the fall. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? After he lost his position in heaven, Lucifer changed his name to Satan. For centuries, Christians have argued that Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent.